Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Afternoon Morning Show. My name is Chris Mueller. I'm joined by Mrs. Megan Witzker. Hello. And Vinny is not with us. Still. Still. Uh, we record our episodes, typically two episodes, on Friday. Sometimes we post both of them. Sometimes we throw one away or we forget to plug in the microphones. Um, and or so, post them like three weeks later. Yeah. Well, okay. Don't get off my... You my know. grandma asked me. Did she really? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> when we had our break. Oh, my word. I meant to text you and I kept forgetting. I was like, oh, my word. I was going to say, my grandma wants to know when you're posting the next... <laughs> We've crossed over from just our moms listening to now the grandmothers are listening. My grandmother's listening from heaven. Um, that's fantastic. Wow. My grandmother's from heaven shaking their heads like, is this a Catholic show? Um, <laughs> well, that's something. Well, good. Uh, is it grandma on which side? Is this your mom's it's, mom or your dad's Matt's, mom? It's uh, grandma. Oh, Matt's grandma. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I know who we're talking about. I claim about. her. Yeah. Well, as you should. <laughs> but anyway, well, grandma, we're here. We're back. Yes. Um, so there's actually one of one of our list not listeners, but one of uh, the people I love the most at St. Martha's. Um, and I actually I should know hmm. his, I should know his first name, but oh. he's I always call him Grandpa Lopez. Um, oh. And uh, but he's in the hospital right now, having some oh. cardiac work done. So if you're one of our listeners, uh, we'd love you to keep him in your prayer. And also, my dad is in the hospital right now. My dad had a kidney transplant. Uh, a number of years ago, my sister sure. gave him a kidney. She won. I was the other donor. She decided oh. that she was going to do it. And you don't argue with Vice Mom. No, you, you don't. Just say yes, Debbie. Uh, and so she <laughs> gave him the kidney, and uh, it's been kind of a challenge. But anyway, he's in the hospital now, with dealing with some some issues, and it was a little scary uh, when yeah. he was admitted. I think we're through the scary now. Now we're just trying to figure out what the new normal is. Uh, but if you could keep him in your prayers as well, we would definitely appreciate that. Those of you listening out in podcast land. Um, so, hey, this is kind of our New Year's episode. Woo! Yay! Happy <laughs> 2019. Ah! But uh, tonight we're going to party like it's 2019. 2019. Yeah. And oh. the problem is that the nine is in the same kind of loop as the eight. Right. So I'm going to keep on writing the eight because I'm just going to get started with that top loop. Yeah. And then you're just going to carry it on down. It'll I still be 2018. Typically only write the date when I'm writing a check and I typically do not write checks. <laughs> so I, and it, even for everyday Catholic, when we have an expense for the nonprofit, we do that through QuickBooks. So it's right. all printed, which makes you feel very professional. Yes. We actually have checks with our logo on them and everything. Cool. Because we're a big deal. <laughs> yeah. We actually have, every, so this is something, uh, listeners, we have everyday Catholic stickers. Yeah. Um, which uh, I still we didn't some, get mine. Oh, we and we do have a, we have a very limited supply of afternoon morning show stickers. Oh, that's the one I was waiting. Yeah. For. So if you would like a sticker, um, go ahead and everydaycatholic.com/slash/donate. Uh, Sign yes. up for a monthly pledge, and I will send you a sticker. Um, uh, moving forward, if you're already on our list, you're thank you. We love you. Appreciate. It. We'll probably get one <laughs> to you soon. But uh, this is an incentive for new donors. <laughs> Uh, I just, we just lost. We just lost five donors right there. Just like that. Just like that. That's how you move forward with these things. Uh, but it is the New Year's episode. And I I love New Year's and, and New Year's resolutions. It's one of my favorite things, oh. which probably means it's a good time to check in on our afternoon morning show, Drink the Kool-Aid Challenge, which, which has been a sort of a letdown thus far <laughs> for us here on the show. Hopefully you, if you're playing along, are doing something uh, exciting. So Megan, I think it's time to check in with you. Good. How, how are you doing with your Drink the Kool-Aid Challenge? I'm actually doing pretty good. Okay. Um, I've been, I was able to get um, most, the last few weeks, once a week in the BSC. 
the Blessed and Sacrament I wanted, Chapel. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I, that is a lingo that I realize that we, now that people don't know what that is. I, I know. I feel like I brought that. I, I created that. Okay. Um, it was my my Probably. acronym for it, the BSC. And then I would say that to the kids who grew up in our life team program here at St. Martha's and, and then our core team. And now it's a vernacular that they use, you being one of them. Maybe. Yes. Um, but other people at other parishes, you will say the BSC and they think you're ordering a sandwich. Oh, well. Yeah. Which would be what? Bacon, salami, and cheese? Bacon sauce. No, not sausage. <laughs> mm. Ooh, bacon, sausage, and cheese sounds delightful, actually. Yeah, but that makes it only breakfast. Uh, well, yeah, I guess so. Breakfast, sandwich, croissant. Mm. Speaking no, of never. breakfast, I had the new Starbucks latte, the uh, the juniper latte. Oh, you hated the seasonal it, seasonal huh? latte. It was disgusting. Matt loved it. It my tasted, husband. it was like a sausage latte. Oh, he said that it tastes like he's drinking tree bark, but he's a bitter guy. Okay. So he likes that kind of stuff. Just, we actually yeah. bought like a venti and split it up amongst ourselves as a family because we're so ghetto. <laughs> uh, and again, no one was sure. And then we started drinking it. <laughs> My uh, The preschooler took a big gulp and goes, this is bad. <laughs> I've heard no one likes it. It was so, yeah. yeah. I wanted to like it. I wanted to be snooty and be like, oh, it's so delightful. It's Christmas latte. It's something else. But no, it was bad. No. Uh, it some didn't of, even smell good. No. No. So I feel like it tasted like a sausage latte. Okay. Uh, my, I believe the the uh, fourth grader, she said it was as if someone had washed the dishes and not rinsed the soap out enough. <laughs> Um, I thought that was also very. That's astute. a really good description. Yeah, so not not good Starbucks, not good at all. A pox on you. <laughs> yes, uh, thus far. But anyway, we were talking about New Year's resolution. Oh yes. Oh, oh so <laughs> just a reminder: the drink the Kool Aid challenges. Pick a plan and execute. So whether that be a motivational plan, a marketing plan, a workout plan, or a prayer plan, uh, what would happen if you actually executed the plan? As opposed to starting something and then stopping and not finishing it. Would you get the results you're looking for? And so, Megan, you were doing uh, Father Michael Scanlon's um, uh, Appointment with God. Yes. Was the idea. Yes. Have we actually read the book <laughs> yes. yet? Yes. Okay. Oh, well, only when I've been in the Blessed Sacrament Chapel. So you're reading so it as you're doing it. I kind of gave up on it okay. with my, was supposed to be an hour, but is actually 45 minutes of prayer at home. Okay. So that's happening, but the book was just too hard for me to add like i'm focusing obviously on prayer during that time but the amount of focus that one can devote (laughs) while also (laughs) making sure that quiet time is going well in the other room right yeah um is about 85 percent, and that book definitely needs 100 percent of focus it's you know it's a quick book it's a little book yeah but yeah any any reading i feel like any reading that's not fictional um that i try to do with my family around i can't like Every line needs to be reread a couple of times. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So the prayer part that I was looking for is going well. Good, okay. The appointment with God is just a little bit slower. So I started executing Father Scanlon's like movements of prayer. Right. Not necessarily yet, still kind of incorporating that, but it's encouraged you to get into a more daily habit of prayer. Yes, and I forgot this last time I was pregnant. I've been saying when I'm pregnant, but this is only my second time. I feel like I, there's not anything that consistent. But Yeah. I think that's, that is the weird thing about pregnancy is you think, oh, I've already done this. I know what this is. Yeah. And it's not. Things go different. Yes. But when I was pregnant last time, Said the, the whole second trimester, I had a lot of spiritual warfare. It was really hard for me to stay in mass. Oh, okay. Like I just like always like physically I started getting like dizzy or like too hot. And that's not anything I struggle with regularly. Sure. 
Um, I just always felt like I was being pushed out of mass and I wasn't mm. able to complete. And wow. so that started up again these last few weeks. Okay. And so this like side, <laughs> yeah. like side prayer thing that I'm doing sure. has helped with that. And I sure. think that that probably helped prolong it. Okay. And then also getting like, I think I was a little bit more prepared. Okay. This time. So it's still is happening during mass sometimes. Now you say spiritual but, warfare. Now I, I will say that the parish that we typically attend, I don't, you know, does tend to run a little warm and stuffy. Yes, but I come prepared. Okay. I don't really, I'm not like a long sleeve jacket kind of person right. in general. Yeah. Because so, we, we definitely have had people it is like warm. Yeah. <laughs> swoon, as it were, in, in, at the church. Um, yeah. But in the way of, you say spiritual warfare, because now we've opened a door and we're going we're yes. to walk through it, Megan. We're okay. going to walk through it. When, what is that? Is that like the, do you, do you find it's the sort of whispered attacks of negative, like, you know, like the, the devil takes truth, twists it to a lie about God's faithfulness, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so oftentimes it'll be like, well, you can't stay here. You got to get out of here. Da, 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 yeah. da, you know, is that sort of it? Or is it more just a, a uneasiness or what are, you, what are you saying? It's a lot of get out of here. Uh, and I think that my personality is um, like, if I can think of an excuse to not do something, mm-hmm. like my head just goes there and okay. like, I will like fixate on that. And now it's time for me to stop doing whatever I'm doing. Right. And I don't really know what that is <laughs> but yeah so anytime like growing up if i've had a chance to not go to mass oh yeah like that would win over right and so i haven't dealt with that really much in my adult life because i want to be at mass right but so suddenly it's like i don't want to be here your body also doesn't want you to be here like you need mm, to leave kind right of thing. it's really weird i just like i actually like feel attacked yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's happening. Okay, great book um on spiritual warfare it's a couple but this one unbound Really, really good, but and 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 uh, wait, um, wait, what is it? Waking the Dead, John Eldridge, similar vein, but that idea of when you become aware of attack to rebuke the attack, right? Mm-hmm. To the authority that you have in Christ, like who you are, and this is something that as Catholics we underappreciate that by virtue of your baptism, you've been born into the family of God, and St. Paul says you've been made co heirs with Christ, right? That means that you in the kingdom of God, have the authority of a son of the living God. Mm-hmm. So as Jesus could rebuke the demons in his name, you have the same authority, right, yeah. over your life. And, and, and the church has said very specifically in, in matters of exorcism, right, dealing with praying over other people, you don't have the authority to cast out demons per se. You, to bind them, to silence them, uh, I'm going to say that's gray area. But, <laughs> um, but in your own life, you absolutely have the authority to say in Jesus' name, spirit of accusation, I command you to be silent, to be bound, and to be cast away. Mm-hmm. And and again, this is one of those things where it's you know I was I heard a bishop, one of the bishop, he's an Irish bishop from Los Angeles, talking about his experience with depression and anxiety, okay. and and it the root of it had been um, actually his mother's struggles. Her, she, her mother had seen uh, his mother had seen his mom commit suicide, um, found her. And that she dealt with anxiety her whole life, and then he had kind of dealt with it. And so he he found this 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 book Unbound, or a friend of his, a priest friend, had gone through the training for this Unbound spiritual warfare. Um, and he said, "Well, you know, can I pray through this with you?" And and as they're praying through it, God really made it clear, like this is what's happening. It's an attack, okay. right? And again, I'm not saying all anxiety or all depression is spiritual warfare. Blah blah blah. I'm not saying that. Right. But the devil will absolutely take. Any opening you can find, any oh, toehold yeah. you can find, um, and in praying through it, he rebuked it, and it went away mm. for a while, and it came back, 
And he said, I, and I had to, and I had to continue like to it's an active. Yeah, absolutely. Thing I had to continue to rebuke. And, and I said, and it went on for, he said like six weeks or something. And then it stopped. It was gone hmm. and never came back. Interesting. Um, and we don't tend to think of that, of, of the persistence of prayer that's necessary. Right. Right. But in breaking the attachments or breaking a, str- a foothold or a stronghold um, to then to, to rebuke in in Jesus' name and to do so in a consistent manner. There's power in that. Mm-hmm. So just something to think about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and again, I, and people can hear that and go, oh, well, you're telling me this is all in my head. That is not at all what I'm no. saying. Um, but there is power in the name of Jesus. And if right. we're believers, we believe that, right? And if we believe in our baptism, if we believe the Holy Spirit does dwell inside of us, then, what, then there should be some power, his power in us. Right. So... It's not charismatic mumbo jumbo, you know. So, I, and what does it hurt to try? No, yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Unbound is great. I can I can never remember the name of the author. It's on my shelf there somewhere. Uh, I'll let you take a look it. at it. But, um, but, and and he's dealing with. They deal with a whole lot of stuff. And he actually, um, the author was out in California doing trainings not too long ago. Um, but anyway, but so, <laughs> but so in spiritual attack. But I'm glad that so you are finding then another way to come to prayer. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. It's interesting, you know, and this is not related to what you're talking about, but, you know, so often our sin or our our habitual sin, um, we tend to feel like we're powerless. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we go to confession and we go and it's almost like the, the, the assumption is, well, I'm going to be forgiven, but I'll sin again mm-hmm. and I'm powerless over this. And, I, and, and then again, it's like I'm a bad person. Right. Yeah. And there is some choice, there's free choice, but we never stop to say, well, wait a minute. I know there's a devil. I know he hates God. I know he can't hurt God, but he can take shots at me. Maybe he has been taking shots at me. Yes. Right. Yes. It's so easy to forget that. Right. And so when do we fall into sin? When we're stressed, Mm -hmm. when we're, when we're emotional and, you know, so being able to identify and, and learn to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit and also the voice of evil. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that 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 constant attack of you're not good enough, you're this, or what do you do with your life, or you're such a this, or this always happens to you because of this, to identify and to stop and to say, no, I don't agree with that. Right. I, I break agreement with that, you know. Right. Um, it's very powerful. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've talked to people and they'll go through like, you know, whatever they're going through. And at some point during conversation, like, this is not me. This is not how I think. Right. Like this oh, is yeah. like this is my main problem. I'm concerned with where my brain's going right now. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, well, maybe because it's not you, right? <laughs> you know, and that's maybe. like a huge maybe thing to bring into conversation, right? That does not cross your mind because you think. I mean, obviously, he wants you to think that it's you, right? Oh yeah, you know the the devil is the most cunning of the animals, right? Yes, right. Yes. Uh, and if actually the screw tape letters is really is uh, C.S. Lewis screw tape letters is really insightful in how the demonic works. Um, but yeah, he wants to come along, wants to whisper, wants you to believe it's you. And I, you know, I went to, I, I dealt with some really, really terrible depression a couple of years ago. Um, and one of the things, and I knew it, like I knew there was attack in it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it was like, and it was all this like self pity sort of things. And I, and, uh, and I knew that I was agreeing with, this, you know what I mean? Like I wasn't yeah. fighting, right? There was no fight in, in me for it. And I remember to confession. I was like, I, I think more than anything, I want to confess that I just, I haven't been fighting for my freedom. Yeah. You know? Ooh. Um, and 
there's something very freeing in that, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. but just to rebuke the lies. And, and again, psychology would call it distortions, right? Yeah. Um, when you are you know, all these distortions you believe about how the world's going to be this and the stories, blah, 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 blah. I'm, I'm going to say psychology at that point agrees with the church and uses different language for the same thing. Yeah. Right? Um, so anyway, you just, this interesting, interesting door we just opened. Yes. <laughs> Not at all what was planned, Not but the plan. <laughs> for a New Year's episode might have been exactly what God wanted. Because there are people who are dealing with those kind of things who, who maybe need freedom, mm-hmm. right? And maybe yeah. heard this, this uh, Unbound as a book, they thought maybe I can look into that. Or, or maybe, maybe you listening, you've been dealing with a little negative voice um, and it's time to just stand up and say, hell, comma, no. You know, hell no. <laughs> it took me a second to put that together. That's my favorite. I, <laughs> I want comma. a t-shirt that's like, hell, comma, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's pronoun. Hell, no. Like, no. Because people say things like, hell, yeah. <laughs> hell, no. You know, like, just think about what you're saying when you say, hell, yeah. And typically it's, right. you know, they'll see like a, they'll jump. So usually it's like, you know. You should make an everyday Catholic shirt. I, we hell yeah we probably should. hell common no that'd be great yeah <laughs> but you got but I don't know if it would communicate I don't think people would be like I don't know mm-hmm. we'll have to uh, put more thought into it yeah sounds cool <laughs> but as a parent okay so as a kid I, I love to tell my dad stories but as a, as a parent like like your that's your position over your home is say hell no yeah. and so when TV comes on in your house and it's just super inappropriate hell no like why because I don't want hell in the eyes of my children and that's what that is. Right. Or that's why I've got filtering on my software at home. Right. Because I don't want to open the door to hell in my home, you know. Yeah. Or why why don't we don't do play with Ouija boards or tarot cards or. Ah, I saw uh, actually a funny meme. It was a it was like a, a Ouija board carpet. I don't know if that's... And it, like a, so it was like a like an area rug that was like made oh, to look like a Ouija yes, board, which, yes. hey, what the hell? Why? But the meme was like, oh, it's all fun and games till Roomba summons the devil. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, not funny stuff. But so, so, but for the new year, that's a great, that's a great thing. And maybe that's a new year's resolution to make is I'm just not going to, all the negative things I hear, I I agree with about myself or about my life or about my marriage or about my kids or about whatever. I'm just not agreeing with them. I'm going to stand up and just say no. Yeah. Maybe that's a distortion. All right. So that's how you're doing with your yes. yours. Uh, to you. <laughs> I have done miserably uh, in the last week. And I'm going to focus more on the working out one um, just because and I will use the excuse of my kids. We uh, I had a trip to Tampa for uh, a conference. I came back got three hours of sleep that night. So I wasn't going to mm-hmm. go to the gym that day. Um, yeah. And then my baby ended up going into the hospital with we think he's got asthma. Because every time he gets sick, he does this wheezing thing. Yeah. And so we took him to the hospital, to the emergency room. And I, I dropped my wife and the baby at the hospital. I came home to be with the other kids, but obviously not sleeping. It was about midnight. Right. So I'm just waiting because I figured, you know what? They'll be there for three hours. They'll come home. I was prepared for that. So uh, they were there for three hours, but then the doctor in emergency said he needed to be admitted. Um, but we, because of our health care, he couldn't be admitted to that hospital. Ugh. So our health coverage wanted to admit him into one of their network hospitals. So they had to, which their pediatric is like an hour and a half away. Ugh. So they got to ride in an ambulance. No. Got to that hospital, I think at four in the morning, at which point that hospital said, no, he's fine now. He doesn't need to be admitted. No. So I then had to drive to my pick my wife up so i left the house at four got there at five to pick them up and then to drive back home at six 
so that was gosh. a that was a total wash and on at sleep. Six is traffic time. Right. Starting yeah. Too. It was sketchy. That was a sketchy drive. The, 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 the drive there by myself was sketchy. We stopped and got some McDonald's. I had a McGriddle, which powered me through Yum. to get home. Like the worst thing on the menu for you, I've heard. Oh my gosh. But so They're good. They're so good. <laughs> but every time you eat a McGriddle, you're like, my mouth feels like it's been coated with a wax. Yes. They are so good. It's so good. <laughs> oh my gosh! They're, they're actually my fa- probably my favorite thing on the McDonald's menu. Yeah, is the McGriddle. Thank goodness it's only a morning thing. I think they sell it during the day. I don't think you should ever tell me that again. Menu. Oh my well, gosh! I'm suffering. I need people with me. <laughs> Could you do that? I don't know. I think I th- I think I might feel really bad about myself if I went and got a McGriddle right now. But yeah. I also would feel really good about the McGriddle. See, it's a hard line. I don't know. That sounds really good right now. <laughs> Okay, I need to stop thinking about that. Um, uh, anyway, so I got a McGriddle, and uh, so that was one hospital visit. And then my the next we had a night, sort of like a night sleep the next night. And then the next night, my high schooler, same thing. His asthma was really oh. bad, and we kept trying to challenge it with his inhaler and everything and all that. And uh, so he ended up going to the hospital to oh. then be treated. So he had to, uh, yeah. So yeah. So yes. and then. And then my dad's in the hospital right now. So not a lot of sleep last right. week. Um, but I did get to the, the gym one time yesterday. Good work. And I worked out really hard. Good. And, and you're sore today. My back hurts. <laughs> uh, not my back, but I did was a back workout. So all the back muscles are like, yeah. I can't lift my arms now. So hooray. <laughs> So, yeah. Thinking of Ryan Reynolds. Uh, yes, my uh, my, uh, uh, my muse, if I you will. I follow him on Instagram. Do you now? And he posted a picture with Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. I actually saw this. Oh, did on, you see uh, it? I saw it on Apple News. They talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> and he's wearing a Christmas present sweater and his friends are laughing at him because apparently they told him it was a Christmas sweater party. Yeah. I just, there's some, part of me is like, I love that th- there's this... I, I like to see guy friends, like guys who have good guy friends. Yes. You know what I mean? The fact that they're like Hugh Jackman and and, and he are such good what friends seemingly. I think that's cool. Yeah. You know, I love I love that because there's a crisis of ma- of male friendship right now. There is. And just males in Hollywood in general. Like these two guys love their wives. They yeah. love their kids. They love being dads. And they're very vocal about it. And I right. very much appreciate that. Right. Yeah. So good, good for them. Yes, good. go be friends. Yay, go be <laughs> friends in a masculine way. You know, I don't know. That's something fun. Uh, I think cause my my male friends are so important to me. Yeah, you know, and even if we don't see each other as often as we we'd like to, there's always a constant communication. It's funny. I I text my 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 male friends more than anybody really. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, yeah. and right now, as my dad's been in the hospital, they've been the people outside of my siblings. I've been, you know, texting about it. Um, right. And I, I got a text from my friend Matt's uh, little girl this morning. How cute. Um, she texted us um, a drawing of hearts or something. Um, to which another friend posted that uh, concerned looking. That uh, That's funny. Yeah. Why did you? Anyway. I okay. love that face. Yeah. There's that gif <laughs> where the little girl looks really confused and why? What just happened? Um, yeah. So anyway, so that's that's where we're at with the afternoon morning show challenge. And again, I, I, I want to emphasize this because we've had more weeks like this than not, I think. Yeah. Um, a, we need to get our crap together. Yeah, because uh, we we've been There's very that. yeah. There is that and B holiday season. It's the holiday season. Oh my gosh, I wanted to talk about bad Christmas songs. Maybe we'll do that oh, as a man. special episode later. But yeah, last Christmas makes me angry as a Christmas song. I like the Glee version of it. It sounds so pretty. See, I've never heard such a thing. <laughs> I actually heard the, uh, on Spotify's Coffee House Christmas list. 
there is the most depressing, like, last Christmas. Well, it is yeah. supposed to be a depressing song, I think. Yeah, it is. I just feel like it's not a Christmas song. It just no. happens to be a song that takes place in Christmas. Yeah. Like how, yeah. what's that movie? Oh, oh Love Actually. No, that one. Die Hard? Die Hard. Yes. How that's like a Christmas movie, but right. it's like not. Yeah. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've never seen it, but I it's a great, feel like yeah. it's not. It's a good, it's, okay, so this is something my brother and I were talking about yesterday. There are so many movies that I look back on like my middle school years. I'm like, oh my gosh, that movie was awesome. But I'm not sure if I showed it to my kids, they'd be scandalized. Oh my gosh. Like Spice World? I didn't. Nah, sorry. I can't go down there. <laughs> no, I can't believe my parents let me watch it. I'm watching it back. Brittany and I found the VHS a few years ago and we watched it. I was like, yeah. how did you let us, one, like listen to their music? <laughs> and two, like I was scandalized. Yeah. At 25 years old, I was scandalized. It's kind of weird. Like I, you yeah. know, like because uh, they're. There, I think the three amigos we've decided the kids are like ready for that. Okay. You know, there's some off-color humor, but they don't necessarily get it. Um, but yeah, Die Hard. I I vividly remember in Die Hard, there's uh, when the terrorists take over the tower, they're pulling people out of rooms, and apparently one couple had been hooking up because they there's a woman runs out in the hallway with like like no top on. In oh. middle school, me that's that was ingrained in my memory forever. Oh yeah. But I just like for now, I go I I'm not gonna show that to my kids because I just oh. I, for me it was like such a moment of like. Like that's a thing, you know, like, uh, and I can't believe like that's one totally unnecessary. And two, like right. mom, mom and dad, didn't you see the, but maybe it was so quick. They thought it wasn't that big a deal, but yeah, but just, you know, yeah, I know a lot of things I'm looking back on recently. I'm like, yeah, mm. yeah. Billy Madison, that whole genre yeah. of movies, you know, <laughs> I was just talking about Adam Sandler last night. We watched all of those Adam Sandler movies growing up. Yeah. And now I'm just like, this is too much for me at this point in my life yeah yeah um my my son uh zoolander is a movie that you know uh was such a moment in time yeah. but my high schooler i'm like yeah he could probably watch that because he's obviously like the the stuff that he's around you yeah. know but i still feel like if i showed it to him and laughed at it he would be scandalized that i was laughing at it probably right? uh-huh yeah <laughs> so it's hard because he's such a better kid than i ever was i think mm-hmm. um and and i'm like but it's funny. You know, like the Austin <laughs> Powers films? No, oh, we can't watch that. No. No. And I wasn't a terrible kid. I just, you know. No. I don't know what it is. Maybe we're just more of helicopter parents. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, we actually have some some stories we wanted to yes. talk about this week on the <laughs> afternoon morning show. Uh, but one last thought on the um, on the, uh, the challenge. Guys, the thing about having a goal or a plan or a thing is you just keep pushing at it. And so that, that's where I'd say, like, don't give up. You don't say, well, the plan didn't work. I mean, at this point, I would say we haven't we haven't worked the plan, right? No. So if the plan in the in the drink the Kool Aid challenge is to execute the plan, and you're at that point where you're like, well, I, I, it's not working. Well, have you actually executed the plan? And I had, I would have to say for me, well, no. Although I have seen some great results, my blood pressure is amazing oh, uh, from the working that I've been doing, and uh, my clothes seem to fit a little bit uh, snugger on the shoulders. So I'm either gaining muscle or I'm getting fat. And, in the uh, shoulders. In the shoulders. Well, there is the there is uh, my five month uh, old baby that is also happening right now in my my tummy area. So there you Nonsense. go. Nonsense. I know. I grumble, grumble. It's whatever. So stories in the news. In the news. Ah. Um, this is one of this one goes to our tech paranoia desk, and maybe you got yes. one of these for Christmas. 
the, it's the neat thing now and the trend with for new moms is you don't just get a baby monitor. Oh, no. You get a Wi-Fi baby monitor so yes. you can watch your child from anywhere in the world. Yeah. The bad part of that is... Apparently, so can other people. Yeah, <laughs> that's just, yeah, that's just super creepy. Um, so it was Ugh. so okay. So this the, they were using what was the the monitor here? Um, it was a uh, where is it? Gosh, nest. I just a Nest monitor. Nest. And so the mom is in her room, in the next room, the baby's in the nursery, and she hears someone saying explicit sexual uh, profanity. Yeah. In the next room, she runs in, and then the Nest monitor for the voice, I guess you can talk through this thing, mm-hmm. the voice then begins to shout threats, and we're going to kidnap your baby. I'm in your baby's room. Just the most horrifying. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I know, and I feel as reading this to my husband last night I was like I feel like I would just drop dead before I even made it to the kids room like that is just the horrifying the most horrifying thing mm. that could ever happen yeah I I can't just and we so we actually have uh it is a baby monitor it's not nest it's actually a monitor company yeah that you can you can stock your child with it um and it's been kind of fun like I actually I actually accessed it from an airplane Oh, I was funny. in the airplane and I had enough signal and the, to to access the camera. I oh. couldn't get a very good picture, but I could still talk through it. Oh. So I was doing the, I'm in the room. You're this terrible. is dad. I'm in the room. You're you know, I was, I, I was doing that to my family. <laughs> um, and, you know, so that was kind of fun. I could hear them talking. Uh, but, but what we have kind of decided is, you know how you have light switches that can turn off and on lamps? Oh, you plugged it into that? So we plugged it into smart. that. So when we want it on, we'll turn the switch on. Yeah. When we don't want it on, we turn the switch off. That's very smart. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. But we actually have gotten to the point where we just leave it unplugged all the time now. We don't really use it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. We have one that's a video, but just you can only see it on its partner. Like it's just the camera. And Is it Wi-Fi? Have- I don't. I think it might be Bluetooth. Okay, so that would be more of a local thing. Yeah, harder right. to hack. So that in. that scared me. I was like, "What about ours?" And right. It's like it's not connected to anything. <laughs> right. We're the only ones who can see it. Yeah, I love that. This the the mom says Nest was no help at all and did not apologize. Right. Well, and he told me that he had read articles similar to this, saying that these people are kind of like anonymous. Right. Um, just trying to show people like. These things can be hacked. We're right. not looking to cause you trouble, but just so you know, people who want to cause trouble can also do this. I did see an article recently from someone who hacked that way, just saying, hey, we're the white something or the white knights or something, yeah. and we're just letting you know that you're vulnerable. And they did that. This, though, however, I don't know, was that hacker. This was a, okay. a scary hack. Because I think if just you want to help someone, you're not going to yell profanity and I'm going to kidnap your child. Yeah. You know? Maybe not. <laughs> but what... Uh, what the what Nest says is none of these breaches involve Nest, um, and that they recommend that customers set up two factor authentication on their cameras. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, Nest. Mm. It kind of is you. Like they're going through you. They're using yeah. They you, they had to hack it's the network you, you set up. They'd hack your device. Yeah. So I uh, yeah, it's sort of scary. But think about how many people have these cameras all over their house. Because they're like the big thing. Right. Right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm, that's scary. Uh, I just again, I and I we I think we all know I fear uh, the internet. Same. Um, and Skynet. I think we've brought you along. Technology Megan. in general. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> very fearful. <laughs> Vinny, Vinny and I actually are secretly very proud that we've brought you along into our our world of paranoia. Just fit right on in. But man, I mean, so if you're listening, do you have one of these? Uh, do you have one of these cameras? What's the security on it? How do you how do you make sure that 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 you can't be watched or your kids can't be watched by weirdos? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I I just it's funny you read 1984. Oh man, he just did it. He went down the total conspiracy theory world. But like you read 1984 right. and it talks about they have these devices yes, in their homes where they can be watched and they can be propagandized through yes. and uh and here you go. Well, I even felt that way <laughs> when the gas stations put their TVs in. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> and they, I mean, they choose what videos you see based off of whatever, who knows what. Right. But the second I heard that they were doing that, I was like, it's happening. Right. Yeah. It, it <laughs> is being targeted. When are we going to get to the point where you have a near, like a near uh, radio frequency and that they are, you know, picking up the cookies off of your phone to target advertising at you? You know, I think it was Minority Report with Tom Cruise where that was that way, where so. when you walk by, all the ads changed. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah. So I, I just, I don't know, man. It's, it's, there's so many things that are cool. Like it's really cool that you can get a monitor and watch your kid over the internet. Yeah. It's really it. uncool that someone else can hack it and watch your kid yeah. over the internet. And also, I mean, I just don't get people in general. Why are you wanting to do that? I saw advertised What is on your my, purpose? Of what, of watching your kid over the internet? Someone else doing oh, it. Oh, the hacking? Like, like, yeah. how is that fun for you? I don't know. Well, there, okay, so there was how's a case. How's it interesting? And I believe this was Irvine, where a guy was hacking into the webcams in, in dorm rooms. Oh, yeah. And filming young women and then That's using right. it as, like, blackmail. Um, so, I mean, maybe that was it. Maybe they're just they're just looking in cameras yeah. and this is just some kid who thought it'd be funny to, to terrorize this poor... I mean, how do you feel secure in your home again? No. I mean, I just... That is... I... Yeah. I die every time I think about it. <laughs> no, uh, totally, totally freaky. I'm not. Yeah. So technology. So if you got the stuff, just be aware. And are you using two-factor authentication? Which is basically. I never would have thought of. Yeah. That. So what that does is it requires, it usually what it'll, you, you log in with your password and then it'll send you a code to your phone. And okay. then you have to enter that code. Okay. So a hacker, I guess the uh, the thought is a hacker might be able to hack your password, but they're not going to have the two th- two factor authentication because okay. they don't have your phone. So, well, then it sh- I feel like then it shouldn't even be an option to not do two factor authentication. You would think, like, yeah, that should be the only choice to be able to do this, right? If now that they know how this works, this is how Nest can step in, but they're just wanting to stay completely, yeah, out of it. Well, and here's my other my other thought is, you know. Well, if if hackers are doing this, who's to say the government isn't doing it? Ooh. Yeah, I know. That's where I go. And if you're in China, the government is doing it. They are. We've covered that because China's evil, uh, <laughs> as as we've said many times before. We'll go there again and again. Again and again. I fear China. Um, so so that was on, on the tech desk. That was one of our, our things, the baby monitor hacker story. Um, we also had on this episode to talk about um, this... There was a uh, a pastor who bought his wife a Lamborghini. Yes. So like that's kind of an issue. And then the Full of Grace Cafe, which was a uh, a, a church, has a, a cafe kind of thing that they're doing. We have about five minutes left here, Megan. So which story do oh, you want to talk about? Either from this episode or the last episode that we didn't cover uh, yet. Oh, man. Let's see. 
because we had the stillborn mom's plea in the first show yes. that we we're going to talk about, which does uh, relate to the tech I feel like thing. that goes along with what we're talking about. You want to introduce it? I will introduce it. All right. Because I'm the one who found it. There you go. And I felt very proud of myself for coming up with something for us to talk about. <laughs> Usually it's just it's just, just a trip down Chris's paranoia. So uh, I think that's fine. Um, so this is um, a mom of a stillborn baby is calling on tech companies to be more discerning with their ads. Yeah. And we've talked about before how, you know, the ads pop up and, you know, they are listening because um, the ads pop up through conversations that right. you have with other people, right. text messages, who knows, your Google search through Facebook. But um, so they're just targeting ads. And so this woman was being targeted for, you know, things for babies, but she had just suffered a death of a child and having right. to deliver that. Yeah. You know, when you when you put on your Facebook, like, oh, so excited, baby do at this time and all, all of those things, um, it sounds so wonderful. Uh, and then you start getting all of the ads. Yay. Um, it's fun, but yeah, the, the algorithm didn't pick up. No. And she said that she had been clicking, like not relevant, not relevant. Like she's been, she was actively fighting it because she understands like, okay, things pop up. They're targeting me based off of what I've searched. Right. So she tried to do her job in saying, this is no longer relevant to me. Please stop. Right. And they just kept showing up in different places. (sighs) Which it must be heartbreaking. You know, it's interesting. We don't, as a culture, it, talking about um, miscarriage and stillbirth, it's like, it's so hard that it's almost like the silent pain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and everybody is, you know, it's funny because it used to be women were didn't actually even talk about their pregnancies for like three months. Yeah. Right. Because of the fear of miscarriage and not wanting, again, it's hard. Um, I feel like, you know, we know this happens. Um, It's, it is hard and women aren't allowed to grieve. No. You know, in our culture Um, when it really is, and and men too. I mean, you know. Yeah. um, And I think it's something we need to just maybe say, let's enough with this sort of, it's too uncomfortable to talk about. Right. Right. And again, we don't want to, we don't want to open the door to, to just constant like pain like in rehashing yeah but i feel like we talk about a lot of uncomfortable things that are like the transgender stuff like that's uncomfortable but we're not allowed to be uncomfortable about it right so we're like forced to talk about it right but this is something that's relevant to a lot of people and 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 maybe because it's such a contradiction in our society where we celebrate babies oh my gosh you're pregnant so great but then we also murder them in the womb too and so that like you know, this was a human being. It was a life. And if we acknowledge the loss of that life as a culture, we have to maybe confront the fact that you lost a baby, you lost a baby, not a clump right. of cells. You know, I was, I was, uh, with a friend who I, and it's social media friends and things, but I was with someone and I, 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 I want to say she's was pregnant or is pregnant or they'd announced the pregnancy. Um, but there's been no mention of it on social media or in person and she travels a lot. And I, and it was one of those things where I wanted to ask like, Hey, how are you feeling? But then I was like, well, what if, what if the reason I haven't seen anything lately is because they lost the baby and oh, I didn't yeah. want to bring it up, you know? And, but again, I, but, but maybe I should have, because I'm a person who cares about this. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and it's okay to ask the awkward questions like, Hey, I haven't seen anything, you know, about pregnancy, everything going okay. Yeah. You know, to give them permission to say, Right. You know, 
like oh actually or whatever yeah. whatever the thing is give them the opportunity to yeah. talk about it I don't know whereas this woman is saying that she doesn't want to be constantly be reminded yeah or maybe just or, well not even constantly reminded just like she's getting spam letters from like credit monitoring companies to set up her child's credit Ugh. and she's like this child is Isn't not gonna, here they're not so. gonna have credit yeah yeah so that's sad yeah Okay, I, I do feel like this this jumps right into an article I sent you after we set shows, but um, because it goes in because it is a new year too. Yes. Um, yes. and so there is this idea. So babies, 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 babies. That most animals seem to have a time of year where they have babies, right? You know, a season, <laughs> if a you breeding will. Season. Breeding season. Mating season. Mating season. Yeah. And apparently, so do people. <laughs> and it's right now. <laughs> this is an app my brother sent me, uh, which I then sent my wife, and she sent me uh, an emoji that was not a happy face. Oh. Um, <laughs> as we do have six kids. Like other animals, humans have a breeding season, and it's right now. It is the season for conception. Um, does it ever feel like you're invited to an awful lot of summer birthday gatherings for good reason. In the United States, most births occur between June and early November. Count back nine months and you'll figure it out. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like in, okay, so I'm a February baby, so I don't fall into that. I'm August. Okay. So you do fall into that. Yeah. Right. My, we have two July babies, so I guess that falls into it, right? Yeah. Okay. Two July babies. We've got in October. Nope. Nope. Uh, we've got a June. Yep. Do we have a June? We have a June, yes. <laughs> and then we have a December. So like you're we're all over the place. Half. Yeah, it's open half season half. for us. You know what I mean? There's no, we don't, we don't have any particular time of year. But I think they, so it's interesting. A lot of times they, they have like blackout babies. They'll have like a blackout baby boom in New York. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, you're that right. kind of thing. Yes. Or uh, blizzard babies yes you know um and so maybe that's what this is it's just as the world slows and people are inside more and uh it's just you're more likely because of proximity um and i realize we have listeners who may be younger so we don't want to get into the mechanics of the thing um but but if you'll look at chart a you'll see uh you know but well this is um research shows that seasonality of birth correlates with changes in local temperature and day length Day ah, length. Right. Well, and that's Which exactly. Makes sense. Because there's more nighttime. <laughs> right. In regions have extreme temperatures. Rural populations tend to have more dramatical seasonal birth pulse than urban populations. Also makes sense. So much sense. Because when the fields are covered with snow, ain't nobody working work the fields. What are doing? Yep. So you're home. So Proximity. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> so interesting. So if you are an NFP couple... Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Um, and just pay attention. Pay attention. Watch your signs. Uh, just be aware of that. If you are trying to space out your births, it might be something to be aware of. Or if you're open to life and you're, and you're and at this point and you're, you're seeking to have a baby. We'll see you in nine months. Tis the season to be jolly. Follow la la la. Have a holly jolly Christmas and happy new year. I'm trying to think of other songs, but I think he used them. Rudy Toot Toot and Rummy Tum Tum. Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, so anyway, uh, there's uh, lots I of... I cannot think of another song. To I can't, you know. I, I, I probably could, but it's just the lyrics start to get a little weird sounding. They do. Yeah. All I want for Christmas is you. Well. Baby. Here we go. Yeah. That's uh, that's where that becomes an appropriate Christmas song. Uh, anyway, simply having a wonderful Christmas time. 
You're on a roll, man. I, do. I, I give a lot of thought to Christmas songs I don't like. Dang it. Simply have... Okay, can I say that there are a lot of terrible Christmas songs. There are a lot of terrible ones. Uh, and I don't know why artists feel like they need to write new Christmas songs. No. Well, new ones or continuously record the same ones every year. So, okay, so Matt Marr came out with a Christmas album this year. Did he? And it's called The Did Advent of Christmas. Which I feel like he's threading that line so the rad trads don't come after him. Yeah. So he just, you know, the the advent of Christmas, yes. you know. But he does a Jingle Bells cover, which is really good. Okay. And and Lauren Daigle's Jingle Bells is quite frankly amazing. Oh. So there, I, okay. I feel like you can, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm just bored of seeing all the pop stars doing it over and over again. Yeah, we didn't even get into the baby. Because those ones all sounds the same. Well, yeah. The baby, it's cold outside. Oh my gosh. We didn't even get into it. Yeah. And I feel we like we white. <sighs> Really? Ugh. Okay, Megan, quick take. What's your baby? It's cold outside take. Really fast. Um, I was just reading um, the history of it. And like yes. written at the time. Yes. Like you have to take the song for what it was in whatever year it was written. Right. You cannot give it 2018 meaning because it was not written in 2018. So what you're saying so is. Stop making it something it's not. In years past, the song was considered flirty. Flirty, fun. Yeah. Not a big deal. Right. It didn't come off as uh, someone was trying to spike someone's drink and then, no. you know. And people are like, well, I mean, no matter what, you need to be sensitive to what can trigger people these days. One, everything triggers someone these days. They called an otter the thick song. and people got upset about it. Yes, I saw that yesterday. Unbelievable. Okay, Ugh. so yeah, I, I actually read something. The author of Baby is Cold Outside, she said it was the woman who, it was a, it was a couple. And okay. they said, we started just performing it at parties. And we would, we did the song. We would like, it would do as a fun thing at parties. Like first, and then it's like, okay. he would sing it through first and, and then she would sing it back to him. Like she was saying, you know, baby is cool. She was saying baby is cold outside. Right. And it was like this flirty, fun thing. And she said it was actually kind of our doorway into a lot of like high society parties because people always wanted us to do it. And it was so yeah. much fun. Everyone loved it. And it was, it was just a flirty thing, you know? Yeah. No bad intentions. Yeah. No, dumb. I actually heard there's a couple like right now the PC version ones, and there's one that's kind of a comedic like, uh, baby, it's cold. She's like, I really must go. He's like, I'm gonna stand over here, you know, <laughs> uh, which is funny. But I heard one that was not a comedic. It was actually a legit like someone trying okay. to do the song PC, and it was like, uh, I really must go, baby. I'm fine with that, you know. Uh, da, 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 da. And it's like maybe you should call your mom. Like it was just like, but it was like, but they were really singing it legitimately. Yeah. I and I, find that. I think it just goes under my file of I hate the world right now. Yeah, let's all calm down. Oh my gosh. Let's all take a breather. Happy New Year. Yes. Happy freaking New Year. Bah humbug. I know. Well, hey, we hope you have a great Happy <laughs> New Year. Welcome to 2019. Um, let's all have a sense of humor and decide that men are men and women are women. And yep. uh, I think that harkens back. Was that this show or last show? Mm, I don't last even remember. One. Last show. This is the danger okay. with doing the show. So. <laughs> There's a part of me that actually would really like to record the show every day and just do a daily hour of, of afternoon morning show, which I don't know how we would handle the logistics of it, Yeah, but it would be so much fun. Yeah, it would be fun. Yeah. We would, we would stop at the 40 minute mark probably. We might, or we wouldn't, or we'd just be so used to having these conversations that it would just be, we just pick up where we, we left off. fly away. I know. If we all lived closer or maybe in one big apartment building. Oh. What fun. I know. Anyway, we hope you're enjoying the show and that you feel like you're part of the conversation. You can join in by reaching out on social media. You can find me at C. Mueller Tweets on the Twitters. Uh, Megan, do you have a Twitter account? No. No. Do, would you like people to be able to reach you on the social medias or no? Um, do you know what do you want to consider it? 
I'll think about it. Okay. Mostly because I'm private on everything. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You can also, and you always can reach out via the contact form at everydaycatholic.com. Also, Everyday Catholic is a 501c3 yeah. nonprofit. We depend on the support of listeners like you. If you're enjoying the show, go ahead and go to Everyday Catholic slash donate and consider a monthly pledge, please. I think Vinny might be the one throwing you off. You've been fine these last two episodes. I think it is Vinny. I think it is. Hey, you know what? Those pledges are tax deductible and it is the end of the year. Uh-huh. So sneak that sucker in. Do a big one. Maybe you got some end of the year giving. Well, we'd like to be doing some end of the year receiving. Ah. So, God bless you guys. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Happy New Year.